Hello, everybody, and welcome back to High Performance Impact. I'm so excited to be back with you all, and I am grateful because today I have another wonderful guest with us, and his name is Tony Mozillo. Hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> that is how I pronounce your last name, right, Tony? I always, you know, I always feel bad when I slaughter people's well, names. <laughs> it's close enough. Let's just say that. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I am super glad to have you here today, Tony. And folks, just so you know, Tony is a coach and he is also an author and he recently put just put out a book actually. And so Tony, would you like to tell us the title of your sure. book? My book is entitled The Drive to Succeed. Awesome. And from what I understand, this comes from your experience as a baseball coach, right? Uh, yes, it comes from that and also just, you know, my life overall. I love it. Yeah, you have a pretty incredible story, Tony. So I want us to dive into it. Let's not waste any time. Could you tell us a bit more about you and what you do? Tell us a little more of your story. Well, um, my story, I mean, I was born back in the early 80s, you know, pretty typical childhood up until the time I was four and a half. When I was four and a half, I met tragedy really for the first time. And so did the rest of my family, even though they were not involved directly. I was mm -hmm. struck by a motorcycle uh, when I was four and a half years old on September 13th, 1986. We remember it as a Friday the 13th, a day late, because the day was Saturday. My mother and I were going to a garage sale, and apparently there was this motorcycle behind a moving van or of some sort, and he was getting impatient, and he pulled out. And just then, I said, oh, I want to go, and I got out of the car, started walking. I did not see him. He did not see me, and just imagine your fist hitting your open hand. And, you know, you know, immediate impact broke my left tibia. And with the remainder of the force impact, threw me 20 feet away onto the pavement, shattering my skull. My mother, being having been an EMT up until then, at some point, you know, saw the fluid coming out of my ear. And I'm sure she's thinking, oh, crap. Yeah. And then, well, I guess shortly thereafter, a cop was coming off duty and saw the commotion, not knowing what it was, and called for immediate life light. Mm -hmm. And so by the time, the way I was told, by the time the ambulance got to me, the chopper was already at the hospital waiting be dispatched back to Kansas City, Missouri, where I had 11 and a half hours of neurosurgery, removing pieces of bone out of my brain, and thus also removing a portion of my brain behind my left ear, about the size of a quarter. Hmm. And then they glued my skull back together. All this while, I was already in a coma, which lasted for a total of three and a half weeks. I stayed there at Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City for roughly three and a half months 
the wow. whole while, the doctors had told my parents that if I survived, which was less than a ten thousandth or so of a chance, I would be a complete vegetable, that I would never talk, walk, or do anything ever again. My philosophy, doctors don't know shit. I've proven more than once. <laughs> and my parents told me it took me about four to five months after being released from the hospital to relearn how to walk. I was in speech therapy for who knows how long. I had physical and occupational therapy till I was 18. So that was roughly 14 years. Before all this happened, I was right-handed. And now I'm lucky to have it hold things. You know, it mm. is the helper hand. It will hold things. If I really focus, I can kind of scribble out my name with it. That's about mm -hmm. it. But wow. I have been through it all. I've been through that ringer. But, you know, as a friend of mine once said, do not cry for me. I have done many things. I'm a Boy Scout. I'm an Eagle Scout, which only took four years. I was 14 when I received that. I was in Taekwondo for seven years. Very successful. You know, I attempted, uh, uh, you know, actual in-class college, which a lot of people still don't do. You know, sure, mm -hmm. I dropped out, but I found a better calling. And coaching and being an author and telling my story and doing what I do with it is what I think that is. Yeah. That is awesome, Tony. I love that. My book starts off with 10 pages or so introducing who I am and why I wrote it. And then goes into the meat of what the book is, which are nothing but what have been come to be known as muzzisms. If Yogi Berra can have his, why can't I have mine? Is what I care about. Yeah. You know, his it give, leaves you with a query like, what did he mean? Mine are right. generally straightforward. Yes. Now, Tony, really quick. So I'm curious, what led you to write your book then? How did you get into this? Like, you have been through so much. So, how did you, you know, bring this book about? Well, in high school, you know, I tried out for the baseball team. Coach initially said, that I didn't have what it took. So mm -hmm. first year, you know, I went through tryouts, went all the way through it. He said, still said no, because apparently my mother thought, oh, if you make the team, then I'll let you get your physical. No, it works the other way around. Yeah. So, and that that's how she stood for all four years. But luckily that first year, I asked if I could be a, you know, manager. Coach said, sure, you seem to know your thing. And then mm -hmm. I said, you know, what can I do that they don't do? And I started bringing in quotes from famous athletes on day one. And that got me started, or not really started, but continued my thought processes of, hey, I can write my own. And that is my mm -hmm. book is, 
other than the first 10 pages or so, the rest of the 216 or 217 pages are nothing but those quotes. Plus, after every letter is a empty page for you to write down your own thoughts. Awesome. That's great. I love that. That's going to be really cool for people to have. And I know that you have spent time coaching people in baseball, which I know you love baseball, Tony. It's my life. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. And so, sorry, sorry? it wasn't for Jim Abbott, who I saw, you know, roughly short or shortly after my head injury, you know, make it. I don't know if I would have had this dream to even play play the game. But you know, he was born in the mid '60s. I think it was '67 in Flint, Michigan, and he was born basically without a right hand. And he not only made it to the major leagues, but his first little league game was a no-hitter. He, when he <laughs> went to the University of Michigan, not only was he a starting pitcher, but he was the starting quarterback. He was the 15th mm-hmm. overall ever drafted to go straight from the draft to the major leagues. Wow. He played for ten, roughly 10 years in the majors with stints mm-hmm. in the minor leagues, all while only having one hand. He gave me my dream. Sure, I have not lived up to playing in the majors, but I did try out for the minor leagues. I did eventually kind of play in high school. I coached in college. Again, coached in high school as well. And I try to coach now. As mm-hmm. roughly a um, either a secondary coach or as a consultant. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And what and what do you love about that? What have you loved about coaching people? I can bring not just my experience, but the experience I have observed from some of the greatest athletes in the world to those other people, other athletes who may in fact actually need it you know to pump up Mm -hmm. to say hey you may suck you may you know you may not think you're all that good now but just wait till i'm done you know i'll make Mm -hmm. you better i will give you that if nothing else i will give you that thought process to say hey i can do this awesome Well, and that's what it's all about, right? You know, helping each other. So I just admire that. Now, Tony, so you've spent a lot of time coaching people and you've written a book, which I just find impressive. I think that's awesome. Now, where would you, where do you see yourself going with your work? Well, my dream is still to be in the major leagues or even the minor leagues. Of course, now not as a player, but more as a coach or even a manager because what I do, okay. sure, I don't actually physically have a degree, but I know more than what that what any degree would ever teach me because I learned it from firsthand observance and experience, which a lot of degrees won't give you. A lot of degrees are, you know, just book work. What I have is firsthand. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, a little bit of secondhand from, from visualization. And Absolutely. I have worked through 
you know, I have seen the darkest parts of man. I have seen the saddest points of man, but I know how we can overcome it if we work together. Absolutely. Wonderful. Now, how do you like working with your clients? How do you serve them? Well, mostly I have uh, worked with, you know, athletes, either Mm one-on-one or as a group. And I have visually seen what they lack. And once I know what they lack, I know where to go. You know, what I know what to look for in finding ways to make them better. You know, mm-hmm. let's say let's say somebody's not hitting very well. I will go to some of the best hitters in the world. You know, in in baseball's legendary game. I will go to their books. I will go to listen to past interviews or whatever. I will mm-hmm. absorb what they have, what they tell, and then I will relay that, not just that, but my own observations from that, you know, and break that down and say, you know, if you do this or you do it like this, you should get better results. Mm-hmm. I, do not, I do not promise success every time. Because I understand that everyone is their own person, and they will not always listen to those that know. But if I don't try, they're they're still just stuck where they began. Right, right, absolutely. Now, Tony, I'm sure that we could probably talk about this for a while, and I'm sure you have many tips. And of course. I think the best way for people to learn what you have to say, they can absolutely go read your book. But I would love to hear what is one of your tips for achieving high performance? One tip. Let's see. I know. I know it's, it's tough. Hard, it's hard <laughs> to break that down just to one. I think the easiest thing for me to say, which would last with people the longest, would be, you have to learn to believe in yourself because if you don't have that belief in yourself, no one else will have it there either. Because if no one believes in you, why are you even going to try? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a wonderful tip for achieving high performance. Cause, and I absolutely agree with that, Tony, just because it does start with belief, right? Um, if you don't believe you can do it, you're absolutely, you know, like, what is it that saying? You know, if whether or not you think you can or cannot, you are right. Yeah, and I believe, and and I so believe I, that I, was one of the great yeah. Greek philosophers. I believe that was either Plato or Socrates who said that. I think so. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, we're very wise. Thank you. Generalization, yes. And I love reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll read anything I can find about those great thinkers. I have many of their books or books on them. And I mean, mm-hmm. that has helped, you know, a lot of my own brain formations on thought is by reading those who came before and gave us those ideas. Absolutely. And now you're sharing them with other people. And I love that. I and see, yeah, 
And that's what it's all about oh. is, you know, taking the experiences we have and using them to serve. And I love how you're doing that, Tony. So that was just fabulous. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now, before we hop off, Tony, I would love to know, um, how can people get in touch with you? And also, where can they find your book? Well, if I ha still had my laptop, which unfortunately died March 2019. Oh, no. Yeah, that part does suck. I would be able to actually go to the website and actually give you the web address. That's okay. But the easiest way to find it, if you go to Amazon.com, type in into the search bar, the drive to succeed. And I have actually looked for this. Do not go to just the first page. Go to the second page of results, and then it is roughly the 16th book down. The, the book cover is actually relatively nondescript because when I was self-publishing it, they were kind of giving me, pushing me to say, do it now. So I just chose a relatively nondescript cover. It is brown or dark tan in color. And I think they actually, uh, I believe they actually grabbed it as it was typed in. I think they duplicated part of my author name. The, oh, okay. Uh, the author name on the book is, it says by Tony, Dr. Heat, Muzz, and then I think they duplicated that, and then also Muzillo. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, not a problem, Tony. What I'll do, I'll have a link for folks, and then you all, folks, can go out and find it. And then what is a great people, um, great way for people, if they want to talk directly with you, Tony, would you like them to find you on LinkedIn oh, or something? What's the best way? Uh, people can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, okay. I don't, unfortunately, I don't have that uh, web link ready. But the Not a problem. Not a problem. On Facebook. I am Tony Musillo, author. If there's another Tony Musillo, that's probably a distant cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I mean, that definitely, yeah. There are many on there. <laughs> but yes, on <laughs> Facebook, look for Tony Musillo, author. Or awesome. you can uh, email me directly at drheatmusillo. 2015 all lowercase at yahoo.com or if perfect you are even or if you're just that eager you can even call me at 315-771-7589 that is new york number <laughs> awesome all right well, thank you so much, Tony, for coming on here, sharing your experience. And folks, I hope that you learned a lot, that you listened, and that you really got inspired by Tony's experiences. Because truly, what I take from hearing your story, Tony, is that no matter what happens, you know, you went through traumatic brain injury yes, as a child. Yes. And look at what you've done today. And I just find that impressive. And so folks, take that and know that whatever happens to you, Take it in stride. Know that you can do great things. Thank you so much, Tony. And also, people, if you uh, want to know more, just let me know. I will gladly share with you. And the odd thing is, 
the anniversary of my head injury is next month. It'll be the 34th year. So just remember, it doesn't matter how long you have to wait. You can do anything. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much, Tony, and we'll talk to you all next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.